Welcome to Lattes and Lifting. Grab a coffee and join us as we chat all about food, fitness, and finding your freedom. Through this podcast, we will help you navigate the fitness world stress-free. Hello, hello, and happy, well, Monday for me, but whatever day it may be for you. I hope you're having a beautiful day. It's me, Jill, back again with a solo episode and part two of my fat loss series, I guess. Does two parts count as a series or is that just a two-part thing? Anyways, if you didn't check out the first part, that one went up last week and we talked all about fat loss and why eating less is not always the answer and why it is so much more than just calories in versus calories out when you are looking to achieve a fat loss goal. So, not mandatory to listen to part one first, but definitely worth checking out if fat loss is a goal of yours. This week, we're keeping in theme with the fat loss theme. Can you tell it's a Monday morning? <laughs> Words might be hard for me today, uh, but diving into more of the why behind it. So hormones that are going to affect your ability to lose fat and more importantly, hormones that are going to affect your ability to keep fat off. And I, if you didn't know, am a female-only holistic nutritionist and fat loss coach. So these are things I talk about all the time with my clients and incorporating and talking about the effect of hormones on fat loss and vice versa is very important. So if you didn't know, fat loss is a stress to the body. Yes, it may be healthy and needed for some people in some cases, but our bodies don't like to lose fat. They kind of cue into that like survival mode and they're like, whoa, 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 why don't we keep this around for future use? So our bodies don't necessarily love to lose fat and sometimes they can make it pretty challenging to do so, which is why you need to listen to part one to understand how to do it um, so you're not just fighting against your body all the time. But with it being a stress on the body, healthy or not, comes our good old stress hormone, cortisol. And cortisol is basically the hormone that if it's in excess can make everything a little bit more challenging to do. Um, cortisol kind of cues our bodies to shut down a little bit, so reserve more fat, reserve energy, that kind of thing. So when stress is high, you might feel a little bit unmotivated, a little bit sluggish, um, during high stress times, you might notice that fat gain come on a little bit more. And that's because that cortisol hormone back in the day was used for our fight or flight hormone. So it was queued up to uh, release adrenaline to allow us to either fight or run away from potential danger. But now we're not really so worried about getting eaten by animals and our potential danger is now having to pay our power bill or our credit card being due or a stressful situation at work. But our bodies can't tell the difference between the two. So in either scenario, cortisol is going to get released. Adrenaline is going to get released. All these things are going to happen to kind of trigger that fight or flight reaction, even though we're not running away from anything. So cortisol is released a lot of our day. And even if we aren't actively stressed, um, cortisol is stored in our fat, so it gets released over time as well. So even if you aren't actively in a stressful situation, cortisol can still be released. So 
we want to make sure we're staying on top of our cortisol levels and we're practicing proper stress management and all those kinds of things, which I know is always easier said than done. But if even if your goal isn't fat loss, if your goal is overall health right now, I want you to pause and think about your day-to-day life. Take today, for example, or yesterday, or whatever it may be. And I want you to think about one thing you could have done to make your life a little bit less stressful. For me, it's plain and simple. It's been the same for a very long time. My ADHD brain um, doesn't help with this either. But for me, it's giving myself more time in the morning. I am the absolute queen of getting up so I have just enough time to get myself out the door or if I'm working from home, get myself to my office with zero minutes to spare. So that also means everything has to go perfectly right for me to get out the door in time. And how often does that happen? Not very. So for me, one area I can do to help reduce stress and in turn reduce cortisol levels is getting up a little bit earlier. Even if I gave myself a 10 minute buffer, I would be living the dream. So for overall health and especially fat loss, I want you to think of one or two areas of your life where you could potentially reduce cortisol levels, reduce stress, and just make your life a little bit easier for yourself. Um, So take a second, think about that right off the bat. And another area that we can help reduce cortisol is making sure we're getting enough sleep. So Sleep is so important for overall health. It's one of the pillars of all health, but especially fat loss. When we're sleeping, it gives our body a chance to rest, restore, regulate different levels of hormones, um, and be up and ready to go in the morning. We should have a natural rise of cortisol in the morning to help get us up. Then it should drop a little, stay pretty consistent throughout the day. Um, If you're waking up randomly in the night, if you're wide awake, if it's hard for you to fall asleep, those cortisol levels might be off a little bit. So we really need to focus on sleeping well for six to eight hours a night so that our body has time to rest and truly relax and bring down those cortisol levels so they aren't continuing to rise all day long and continuing to rise throughout the night. So sleep is something that's so important. And if you're needing support with sleep, let me know. Come find me on Instagram, leave a comment on our podcast page at Lattes and Lifting, and I can do an entire episode on sleep um, and dive into that if that's something that you guys are interested in. So just let me know. I can always make an episode on whatever is interesting to you guys. Um, So cortisol is kind of the number one. We need to make sure we have strategies in place to help manage and reduce those levels. Obviously, we're never going to get fully away from cortisol, but sleep and stress management are two of the most important things when it comes to having healthy cortisol levels. The other one I see most common that in the females that I work with is checking thyroid levels. So um, thyroid is kind of the hormone that controls all hormones. So Thyroid can impact a lot of things, but it has a really big impact in our ability to either lose weight or gain weight. So if you follow me on Instagram, you've probably seen me talk about thyroid before. Um, But your thyroid hormone, so you can ask if you're getting blood work done to get your TSH levels checked. So your thyroid stimulating hormone. Thyroid plays into fat loss a lot. 
And the biggest signs of an underactive thyroid, and you can kind of do a little mental checklist for yourself, is cold hands and feet all the time, really tired at rest, frequent mood swings. And the biggest one with hypo, so underactive thyroid, is going to be the ability to gain weight or maintain weight, but it's really hard for you to lose weight. So if you feel like you're either gaining or staying the same and there's no option to lose fat, it's definitely worth looking into, especially if you have a few of those other symptoms that line up with it as well. Um, Hyperthyroid is going to go the other way. So it's going to make everything faster. It's going to increase our heart rate. It's going to increase our metabolism. It's going to cause us to have trouble sleeping. Um, We might be really hot all the time. And it's going to create the inability to put weight on because everything's moving a lot faster. We're burning through a lot more calories, makes it a lot more challenging to put any kind of weight on. So hyper and hypo do opposite things. Um, You can get both. Well, you can get your thyroid checked and then figure out which one it might be for yourself. But if you're looking at fat loss, boosting thyroid function can be really beneficial and that can be done pretty simply. So your thyroid needs selenium and iodine to function properly. So if you eat a lot of seafoods, shell foods, that kind of thing, you might be getting a decent amount in already. But if you're looking for a really simple natural way to help boost your thyroid, you can check out Brazil nuts. They're super underlooked. You can buy them in bulk. You can eat one to two a day and they're really high in selenium levels. So they're going to help boost your thyroid function a little bit there. Um, another option would be purchasing a kelp salt. Yes, it's a thing. I promise it doesn't taste where weird. Kelp is salty. Salt is salty. You put them together, you won't even notice. So kelp salt is an option. You can order that one off Amazon. Um, so those are really easy, natural ways to start, including more seafoods and shell foods, incorporating some Brazil nuts. And then if you feel like you need it, adding in that kelp salt. Um, but thyroid is going to be a big one. And if you feel like you've been struggling for a long time with your weight and your weight either stays the same or goes up and you have to try really, really, really hard to keep weight the same or maybe have a little bit of fat loss, um, then definitely looking into thyroid function is going to be something that's important to you. As you've probably heard me talk about a million times, if you follow me on Instagram, birth control is going to impact our abilities as well, just because it does control our estrogen and progesterone levels. So if you are on hormonal birth control, you might notice it's a little bit trickier to make that fat loss happen. That's by no means saying that it's impossible to do, but you might feel a little bit more resistant. So focusing on supporting hormones overall is going to be really important and you can find lots of tips around that on my Instagram. Um, Really focusing on those pillars of health that I talk about all the time. And speaking of a pillar of health, another one I want you to focus on if fat loss is a goal is your digestive health. And I know you might be sitting there being like, Joe, what the heck does my digestion and fat loss have to do with each other? But if our body is not digesting, breaking down and absorbing foods the way it needs to, we might be lacking some essential nutrients that might be making it a little bit harder to lose fat. So 
A big one energy-wise is going to be your B12 levels, and a lot of people are low in vitamin B12, but especially if you're eating more of a plant-based diet. Um, B12 is going to be really helpful when it comes to energy levels, so if you're feeling like you're tired all the time, definitely worth checking that one out. My apologies if you can hear my dog chewing on her bone in the background. Welcome to the work from home life. Um, but B12 is going to be a really important one. And vitamin D is going to be another big one, especially if you are on hormonal birth control or have recently come off. Most hormonal birth controls are going to deplete our B12 and our vitamin D levels. So making sure you're taking a vitamin D supplement, that one's going to help with overall well-being, mood, uh, cell regulation, hormone regulation, all those good things. So those two are really important. Um, but yes, if you are on hormonal birth control, just being aware that it might make it a little bit more challenging and you're just going to have to be a little bit more aware of the other things you're doing outside of that to help better support your hormones and set yourself up for success that way. Digestion, like I said, is going to be a big one if we aren't absorbing nutrients properly. So common signs and symptoms that there might be some digestive stuff going on are going to be things like bloating. And I want to add a little bit of a disclaimer that bloating and being full are two very different things. I talk to women all the time and they'll be like, oh, I'm really bloated after meals. And I often have to ask, are you bloated or are you full? Because when we eat food, our stomachs expand and create that full feeling. But that's different than being bloated. And we should expect to be full after meals. That's kind of why we eat food. So kind of reflecting with yourself, if you feel like you're bloated all the time, are you full or are you bloated? Bloating is going to be that more constant, painful, never really going away feeling. Whereas if you're full you'll feel a little bit larger in the tummy area and it should go away after an hour or so. So reflecting with that, but being able to absorb nutrients properly is going to be really important. Uh, the other side of digestion usually is more of like the heartburn, acid reflex, that kind of stuff. So taking a look and kind of checking in with yourself where your digestive health is at and if it needs some support so we can make sure your body is breaking down, digesting, and absorbing nutrients properly. So we're not having to worry about any nutrient deficiencies or if you are fairly bloated a lot of the time, making sure that is not impacting how we look, how we feel, and what... Um, those kind of numbers are reading if you are tracking weight and measurements and that kind of stuff throughout your fat loss journey. So digestion, pillar of health. If we don't have good digestion, we're probably not going to have good brain health. And if we don't have good brain health, we're probably not going to have a ton of motivation to do what we need to do to create that fat loss. So holistic is literally means all-encompassing so you'll notice when I talk about one thing we kind of talk about everything so digestion is one of the biggest pillars of health so if you feel like your digestion is not consistent it's not regular we're not having regular painless bowel movements then we definitely need to look at what's going on that way and start there before we even think about fat loss um, so the overarching theme of both of these 
podcast episodes is all about that we need to be looking at the bigger picture before just diving straight into fat loss. We can't expect our bodies to just know how to do it and do it perfectly without taking some time to reconnect with ourselves and better understand what's going on. So if you are frustrated in your fat loss journey right now, I want you to take a step back, think about what we've talked about in these last two episodes and ask yourself if there's any areas where you could improve on. And if yes comes up, which I guarantee you, sleep, digestion, birth control, hormones, if there's one of those that could use some extra attention, that might be impacting your ability to lose fat. So let's take that intentional pause. Let's focus on improving those areas within ourselves. So if fat loss is a goal, you can create it and be less frustrated and you can create it more sustainably. And if fat loss isn't your goal and it's just overall health, let's just get you feeling better day to day. There is no reason to not support your hormones and we should be supporting our hormones no matter what, whether fat loss is the goal or not. So take a second to reflect. Take a look at your thyroid health, your digestive health. Are you on birth control? Are you sleeping well? All of those things are going to impact our day-to-day hormone regulations and all of those things are going to impact our ability to lose fat. If you're not 100% sure where to start right now, but you know you need some support, I do have my six-week Happy Hormones course starting in March. I had to think about what month what month it is right now. And it is six weeks of education that is going to allow you to dive in to each area of your hormones and each area that affects your hormones and better support and understand your body. So we're going to dive into topics like sleep, how to improve it, how to know if you're getting good sleep, how to know if you're actually resting. We're going to talk about digestion. So both sides of digestion, how to improve it, what you can do day to day to make sure your body is digesting and absorbing food properly. We're going to talk about food timing around energy and blood sugar levels so we can make sure you're feeling energized throughout the day with your food choices um, and your supplement choices. We're going to talk about briefly how birth control affects it. We're going to talk about different hormones that directly affect your body in general and over the six weeks you're going to better understand why your body's giving you the symptoms you it is and how you can better support it moving forward Um, it's a pretty low time commitment course so if you're feeling stressed about not having time for it you can always go back and catch up and there is a weekly video call as well for you to ask questions and get clarity on so if you are looking to start better supporting your hormones happy hormones is a place to start and then if needed we can always (coughs) sorry excuse me if needed we can always refine our approach and kind of move forward in more of a one-on-one aspect but if you are looking to better support your hormones let's get you into happy hormones let's get those foundations of health figured out let's get you set up for success moving forward in your life whether fat loss is a goal or not if that sounds like something you would be interested in and you're wanting more info you can go find me over on instagram at jill underscore april fitness or drop a comment under this episode post on our instagram over at lattes and lifting podcast 
Thank you so much for joining me the last couple of weeks. If you have any questions, comments, concerns, let me know. And Jess and I will be back next week with a new episode for you guys. Bye. Thank you.